0: Game you well, last game you were actually separate. Two of you, that would be Clyde and Egg, managed to successfully rescue the reporter Alison Dade, who was being held in the smolder against her will by some thugs. You absolutely destroyed them, one managing to run off into the distance, and you rescued Alison and brought her back. Whilst this was happening, she and Krant were In the central district, you managed to get an interview with the mayor who you got some information from, and who also gave you a a written uh, like permit basically to join almost as like impromptu deputies. It's one of his patrols of, of guardsmen in the evening, so you could see what it's like when the Nephilim, you know, begin their nighttime assaults. You met him, you got some lunch at um, the Santorini Cafe, I think it was. You met Rodrigo and his wife Carla. And as you was enjoying the lunch and getting a a flavor for, you know, what life is like in Innocence, Clyde and Egg returned with Alison Dade. Alison went back to her office, which is part of the cartographer's shop, and basically said to meet her there. Um, She's going to need your help, really, with... You know what comes next, presumably linked to the upcoming election, which is in two days' time. Um, you finish your lunch as a collective, and we will say it's getting into the. It's comfortably in the afternoon. Um, you've got the whole of Innocence around you. You haven't secured lodgings yet. That's something that you might need to do. And I believe your pickup to join a guild patrol was somewhere between seven and eight o'clock. Um, We'll say, so if I set the scene, we'll say, sun's beating down. It is a really nice day. The clientele in the cafe is starting, the Santorino cafe is starting to just like disperse. People are going back to their occupations or their homes or whatever business they've got. Uh, Rodrigo is chatting comfortably with um, a couple of clients as they're settling up and You've got all of innocence in front of you. What would you guys like to do?
1: So we went and talked to the doctor.
0: Oh, I beg your pardon. Yeah, you met the doctor. That's pretty prescient as well. Uh, Dr. De Fresny, um Egg ran into a wall to get a head injury so that she could... Um, work on him under the pretense of you guys checking her out because you'd heard some dodgy things, basically from Alison Dade's notebook, her diary entries or whatever it was, uh, basically saying that Defresne was a resurrectionist. You didn't see any evidence in the shop, although she was pretty physically creepy. Um, Clyde, you in particular kind of got a real funny vibe when you started to add two and two together because she lives with the widow, Ferris. And um, I distinctly recall, you know, you being like, well, what the fuck's going on? There's a resurrectionist and she lives, you know, with who, you know, you thought was a good person. Now you, you you in your head, like, is she, is she? I don't know. So, yeah, what do you guys want to do?
1: Well, we have to not let eggs sleep. We do have to get I, some. I'm
3: fine. I don't know what you're talking about. I got these called staples, and we make you think I'm I'm hard now. Yeah, that's what staples and scars
4: do. Now, Egg, you gotta you gotta think about this uh upcoming election. If you wanna be the mayor of this here Innocent's Town, you can't be having all scars upon your head. Now, you hear me?
3: What? Why not? Scars
4: are sexy. They may be sexy to the females, but uh, all these folk in here, they're going to think you're a bit of a ruffian, sir. They're going to say, hmm, I'm not sure if I'm going to want that little little monster with, a, with the scars upon his head to be a, a mayor in this here town. I have killed four people
3: this morning. I'm a badass.
4: And maybe you want you want to keep that on the down low as well, sir. Uh, speaking of that, uh, you guys rescued that reporter. We got her notebook. Uh, I think it's probably pretty prevalent that we go and see her. What you what What do you reckon? DuPont
5: agrees.
3: Okay, but I want to hand the the book over.
4: All right, Egg, you can do that because you're the hero. You rescued her from that building. And uh, you brought her over to me, and you discovered the book. But I read it out, and you discovered it. That's all I'm saying is you can hand over the book to your fair lady
3: there. Okay, that sounds good. How? how like, Why did you two get up to? Did you? Did you go see the mayor? with With he a dick?
4: Well, uh, he's was not. He
3: as cool as me.
4: He's, uh, well, there's nobody cooler than you, Egg, i tell you this, uh, but uh, he wasn't quite the dick that he was made out to be in that book, and uh, from what Mrs. Dade has told us, uh, myself and Crant DuPont, we went in there and we uh, struck up a bargain with him. We want to find out what's going on with these here Nephilim in the town, so we're going to come out with the constables at uh, about 7 or 8 p.m. tonight, and we're going to see what's going on in the town of Innocence and see whether we can escape or not, because we don't know whether these are just rumours or not. Uh, we want to find out for ourselves.
1: Uh, Mr. Gamesmaster, you're going to have mm. to remind me as it's been a week. Um, did we hear from one of the bad guys, the one that got away, that the mayor had hired them, or was it no. speculation from her?
0: Speculation from Alison Dade. Okay. Yeah,
3: okay. Well, the Miss Dade thinks that the man had her kidnapped, so he might not be a good person after all.
4: Well, uh, I guess we'll have to find out for ourselves. If uh, if he's a really, really bad guy, then probably tonight he's going to maybe uh, take it upon himself to uh, do some unruly things to us while we patrol in the city. But uh, I think maybe it's in his best interest that he doesn't, uh, you know... Uh, do anything untoward to his uh, his new guests here at Innocence, but uh, if we head on over to the uh, cartographist, we can speak to Ms. Dade and we can find out exactly what she thinks.
1: I mean, in a roundabout way, he's kind of like a wingman. And he'll start off towards this place.
4: Okay, so
0: it doesn't take you long to find the cartographist. Uh, it's in the Central District, and um, it's a medium-sized shop. It looks well i'll tell you what it looks like so you walk into the shop and again there is a little bell on the inside and the front of this store is dedicated to maps there are maps of all kinds from scrolls to gridded sheets tacked down at the corners only a small section deals with maps of earthside by far the majority of the maps on display and for sale here are of malifaux and its surroundings Um, you can quickly see that um, there are maps cataloguing the Bayou, the Badlands, and other geographies. It looks like the quality of these maps ranges from common to exceptionally rare. And this shop is clearly a passion project. Very specific, very niche, very unusual, very high quality really. Uh, In the back there is a separate print shop and um this is the door to the back is is closed off and you would assume that this is where um Allison works and where the town paper is is based which is the Innocence Herald as you walk in you see a uh, slender um gentleman with very dark hair but he's very disheveled um it's kind of like a little bit greasy it's sticking up in places he's got um, like a magnifying glass attachment to his head so that it's like on a strap around his forehead. Um, and he's also wearing like a blue shirt with overalls um, uh, like a, um, an apron almost. His hands are covered in black ink and um, his shirt's open at the top and you can see on his skin is uh, a compass rose tattooed on basically just beneath his, his throat. Um, he's clean shaven, and he just looks up as you come in and goes, he "Hello, hello, hi, hi. I'll be with you in a minute."
3: What's up, Map Man? Uh, pardon? Uh, Map uh, you're making maps.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, um, hi, um, Christopher Tannenbaum. Um, ple- please, please make your acquaintance.
3: What you doing?
0: Well, I'm, um, I'm busy cataloguing uh, some of the maps that I haven't yet got round to adding to my collection.
3: Well, that, um, but, that one's a black map that's got lots of black on it. And that one's got lots of wiggly lines. You're mm. Uh
0: He just nods and his brows furrowed. Uh, he, he's impatient, basically. Um, and it's like, what can I do for you? What, what can I do for you?
4: Well, good afternoon, kind sir. My name is Shio Aizawa. You can call me she. These are my confidants here. We got Egg, we got Cranky Pond, and we got Clyde. Uh, my my friend here, Egg, who just introduced himself. He's a curious little bugger. And uh, Clyde, they uh, they rescued uh one of your uh fellow workers here, Mrs. Dade. His face
0: instantly lights up, and he smiles, and he says. It was you. Uh, thank you. Really. Thank you. Alison's very important.
4: Exactly. That's what we thought. You know, uh, there's all these conspiracies flying around all of this town with the reporter going missing and the, the election and the Nephilim. We just want to get to the bottom of what's going on here. And we wondered whether you and Miss Dave could uh, enlighten us a little bit. So,
0: sorry, I'm, I think you might cut out that. You and Miss Day could enlighten us. Is, did you finish yeah. anything else on that sentence? Finish there, yeah. Enlighten us a bit. All right. Um, what are you looking for here? Uh, just you pumping him for information?
4: Just what? Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess without prompting him, um, you know, we're not asking him questions. We just want to get him to tell us what he knows without sort of asking him a question at the minute, I guess.
0: Make a convince intellect check. Okay. And um, the higher the score, the more I can give you, basically.
4: Whereabouts is Convince again?
0: Uh, convince would be towards the bottom. It's a social skill.
1: Convince.
4: Oh, all right. Straight zeros. And then I draw that from the blue cards. Don't know.
0: You got it. And then you can modify it. Cheap fate if you want. Uh,
4: straight nine. nine.
0: Straight nine. Okay. Do you want to modify that? Are you happy with straight nine? So uh, straight nine the best would I can be I can get, mate. challenging. Yeah. All right. Um, he smiles and he says he kind of like starts to take his apron off actually and he kind of like wipes his hands to get some of the ink residue off of his hands and um he sits on a on a stool and he kind of like gestures for you guys there's not really anywhere for you to sit but he gestures for you to to make yourself comfortable
1: it sits on the floor in front of him cross-legged
0: he nods and he says i um I'm a member of um, Malifaux Exploration Society. I I came here because I wanted uh, to live on the frontier. And it's a great place to source unusual and interesting maps. And strange things come through these parts that you wouldn't get in the city but it comes at a cost and this town innocence it's some things are going on here i think there's more to these never born attacks than just random acts of violence there has to be something that justifies why this is happening I think there are secrets in this town
3: do you know any good secrets
0: again you can make a um be the same convince um role but if you want to get something, you need an 18
1: Co- what's convince under so sure yeah Convince Zero.
0: and I believe uh Intellect. Re- you say? Inter-
1: what chart, yeah. Or intellect. Uh the highest I no. Joker. What did
0: you get?
1: I, I I no, I there's no point. I can't
0: you, you, you could always get the Joker thing. <sighs>
1: oh right. yeah, that's true. Eight. Uh, I got six. Okay. I don't know where that card went.
0: He um scratches his head. I have some ideas, but... (sighs) Uh, How
3: about this? Uh, Can I have a map, please, of of innocence?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, I want this one. That's fine. Uh, You helped Alison. I was a wreck this morning. If you'd have seen me, I was my wits end. I didn't know what to do to help her, so I retreated into my work.
3: Yeah, coward. Yeah, I get, it. I get. It. Oh, some man. of us are built to be heroes, and some of us are built to be cowards. And he'll tap him on the knee. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> take, the, take
0: the map, <laughs> and you've got a map of Innocence Town.
3: Um. Now, can can you draw on this map where these Nephilim come from? Like when they when they attack. Whereabouts do they come from on, on the map?
0: Well, that's easy. They always come in off of the east side through the smolder.
3: D- draw, draw it down, make it pretty like the rest of these pictures. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, he
0: uh, he does draw onto the map. Uh, he gets some ink and uh, a pen and just draws on. Um, basically, they literally come in off of the east flank every time.
5: Through the smolder,
0: yeah, right there. That's where they come in,
5: and never
3: any other directions or underground or
0: no, not, not that I'm aware of. And they are pushing progressively further in. They'll reach the marketplace before long, and if they keep pushing, the central district, and I don't know where they're going to punch all the way through.
3: How many industrial
0: zone and beyond? Who knows? But.
3: When did they? When did they start? Like, when were they started attacking?
0: Christopher Tenenbaum says six. It's been going on for six months since ever since the scream.
1: Do we know the widow? Because we found out she was a resurrectionist as well, right?
0: Um, no, you found out that DeFresney was a resurrectionist. The widow Ferris, but they um,
1: were weirdly linked together. Do they live? They're together? weirdly
0: linked. Yeah, she basically lets um. Dufresne live at the Night Val Saloon.
1: Okay. And my theory was that um, she lost her husband and kid and came here straight away, straight after from what she said to me. That um, And then she's um, roommates with the Resurrectionist. They did something on the ground that let off a scream, which then okay. drew in the... That's me. I'm trying to link two really different things together. No, that's... that's...
0: Tenenbaum literally it's... says... Um, this has been going on for six months ever since the scream. We've been under siege. Okay, it so it's, started,
1: it's all linked to it, the scream.
0: It's like it started slowly at first,
1: and that's somehow linked to the well.
0: Yeah. Um. On. Are you saying that in character?
1: No, no, no. This is me trying to remember things out of character.
0: Uh you don't know much about any of this. Yeah.
4: Wasn't in the in Alison Day's um, report. She says something about underwater, or there's something to do with water. Yeah, the well. Something yeah. The well. So we assume possibly the well.
1: Uh, and I'll, I'll point to, because the, the well's been brought up to me pretty sure in character. Uh, wh- what's this, my here? What's this picture? And I'll point to the well on the map if I can actually see one on this picture that he's drawn.
0: Um, His eyes narrow uh, at you at, as you pose this question. And he says, That is the well.
3: Um, that's all normal. No problems here. What's the plan? Okay.
0: I didn't understand a word of that, sorry. Say that again.
3: Is, is that all okay? No problem there. Is the water supply okay?
0: Yeah, the water supply is fine. Um, We're actually, the Mayor Crow is considering selling water back to Malifaux. We have ample supplies of water.
3: You can't sell water, what's that crap?
4: He's trying. And, uh, excuse me, sir, um, you mm. mentioned Mayor Crow. Now, we've, uh, we've mm. done some investigating in town. We haven't been here long, but, uh, we, we, we get maybe there's a feeling that the mayor is not quite how he seems. Now, what, what do you think, sir? Uh, obviously, there's a, there's a rumor that he had something to do with the kid kidnapping of Miss Dade. Um, yeah,
0: there is a rumor of that. I believe that I have to be careful. Um, I think the mayor's undermining my credibility in town. My
4: newspaper's credibility and and mine as
0: a person.
4: Okay, but how many newspapers are there in town? I thought it was just the, uh, the Innocence Herald. You're correct, sir. Just us. Just us. You know what
3: would help bring credibility back to your paper,
4: Grant Dupont. <laughs>
0: uh,
4: well, go on. Well, uh, Grant Dupont, he's a he's a worldwide uh investigator. He can get to the bottom of things, whether they would be living or dead.
1: Grant Dupont. Hegel looks so dejected like he was about to put his own <laughs> name in there, but he's just been stomped all over.
0: <laughs> Grant DuPont, I um I don't like Mayor Crow.
5: Grant DuPont doesn't like Mayor Crow
0: either. The Christopher Tannenbaum lets up a little smile at that and he says, I don't trust him. He doesn't believe in the freedom of the press. He doesn't believe in the truth if the truth hurts him
5: i don't like that he's leaving this town to be decimated
0: Mm, me too and it's not one of his chief motivators he's more much more interested in in making profit for himself for his cronies consolidating power with the miners and steamfitters union and leeching off of that for his own power and political gain
5: me and my compatriots would like to finish this nephilim problem Mm. now not in three days time now
0: well good luck um there are people in town that rally behind that, myself included But whatever it's worth, I'm not a physically strong man I am smart and I have some resources and we have Alison too
1: where is Alison?
0: Uh, she's in the back Um, he goes and knocks on her door and it's got this frosted glass screen and he just pushes it open, he goes, Alison um, your heroes are here and allison kind of rushes out uh she smiles when she sees you guys and um she says hi you came brilliant um you've met christopher um so this is where i work this town needs a leader and i'm just gonna jump right to it
3: i'm i'm
0: sort of getting to that egg um She kind of like, uh, her eyes are like flashing with intensity and she's pacing around like her skirts are swirling. And she says, Hannibal Crow, he if he stays the mayor, nothing is going to change. I'm notorious in this town and anything I could do to affect the outcome has already been done. And then she smiles. Someone like, Yourselves, however, outsiders with no connection to the candidates. You're as impartial as they come. You're our only chance to get this town back into the right hands. There are two others running for mayor in two days' time in the election. Michael Callahan and the Widow Ferris. You need to get to know them. And technically, she looks at you, Egg, and she says, it's an open ballot. Anyone could win it as a right in vote. Only with a new mayor do we get to have some real change happen in innocence. If you guys as a unit are as effective as you two with your guns, you could be the firecracker that sets this off and causes a real change for innocence when we need it most. With your help, you can swing the election to the right candidate. Christopher Tenenbaum is watching this and he just sits back on his stool. And he nods his head.
5: Grant DuPont wants to know if you could release an emergency paper.
0: Yeah, what would you put in it? We can run a press for this evening if it's a really simple one sheet or
5: such. For me and my compadres are looking for people to join in
0: join in what
5: the fight the nephilim
0: a militia that's exactly what Michael Callahan wants you should speak to him I, I could I can put an ad up for you but maybe you should speak to Callahan first because it sounds like you know you could put in the same direction with him
5: where is Callahan
0: uh, he'll be at his barber's.
3: Can you mark it where we live down here, please?
0: Uh, absolutely. And Alison goes over to the map. I can't remember what fucking district that's
1: in. Uh, let me just have a look. Just say she marks it. Well, she does. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go. Then you're covered. Then you're not pretending like you don't know anything.
0: Uh, I need to know where it is, though. It is in... I found it. Um, it is in the marketplace district. So... Just the next district along is Callahan's Barbershop.
1: You've guys talked to him already?
0: No, no, yet. Yeah. No, I don't think you did. You walked, walked past, past, past him. him. Yeah. And she marks on the marketplace
1: Callahan's Barbers. Oh, so you talked to the bartender, the mayor. And I talked to candle maker. No. <laughs> yeah. the candle
4: Santorino. Yeah. Cafe guy. Yeah. Now, uh, Miss Deed, uh hey. when uh, my, my fellow. Uh, compadres uh, rescued you there from the smolder. You came over to us while we were having a bit of a bite to eat and uh, I'm afraid to say that you may have uh, left something there. Now, my good friend Egg here and, uh, shall we say, future Mayor Egg, uh, he's got something for you.
1: He'll, like, almost throw it at her. I got it!
0: Uh, oh my gosh, this is my... Oh. Oh, thank you so much. This has so much information in it.
3: It's okay, it'll be our little secret,
1: and I go wink.
0: Oh. Did, did Oh, thank thank you
4: again. Now, Miss Dade, I I have to admit. We did skim through a few of those details that in their, their journal. I didn't want to do it, but uh, we took a vote. And, uh, you know, uh, this town is uh, is relying on votes for uh, people to get in power. And me and my compadre said, uh, we maybe need to see what's in this. And we gave it a little skim. We needed skim. to
3: find out who it was.
4: Exactly. And now we know it's yours. And you put some very interesting things in there. We want to know all you got to know about the scream. Now, uh, your friend there, Christopher, said something about the scream happening six months ago. Something about water, and then something about the nephilim. Have you uh, connected the dots yet?
0: I have a few theories. Um, so, how much do you know about innocence?
4: Well, uh, we only been here for about, mm, I don't know, five or six hours. But we've been to see the mayor. We've been to the smolder. We've been to see you. We've met your friend Christopher. We've been down to the, uh, the Night Vale Saloon. We've spoken to the uh, the Widow Ferris. So we we ain't been around the whole town yet, but uh, we're getting there.
0: Okay, well, um, there is a hidden history to this town, and it's anything but innocence. And the reason I'm here is to uncover its secrets. I can share with you what you know, what I know, what I've discovered. Um, I can give you the highlights. Innocence is what most would call a typical Badlands contract town. Uh, nearly six hundred souls call it home, um, although recent events have driven the numbers down to nearly half. Um, it looks like what you'd expect, but there is a lot more of a deception going on here. Um, so. Basically, um, there was a lost caravan of convict laborers. They were sent out into the Badlands to serve their sentences, working the mines, carving soul stones for the rich and the powerful. Um, People were sent out on the rail to Ridley or Edgeport Station and, and beyond. And four years ago, one transport was sent to work a mine out here, out this way. The guild guards and the overseers gathered together. The convicts chained them together in a long coffle and they led them out into the wasteland. And we don't know what their destination was, but any hint of that just vanished into the dust. But during the journey, the caravan was nearly destroyed. Neverborn, raids, raids. Um, began after dusk nearly every day, and the wasteland conditions took its toll upon the caravan. The guild guards and the overseers began to dwindle in number, but the convicts that were locked up in the center of the caravan were spared the worst of it. Eventually, the guards that had lost enough of their number, the convicts managed to overpower them and escape. And the leader was a man called Terence Nelson. He was a former rail line worker, Earthside, and he was supposed to have been framed, but that's the story anyway. But Nelson was capable and charismatic, and he rallied the survivors, and he led them out into the Badlands, seeking a place to shelter from the elements, and to avoid capture and death at the creatures of the Wastes. Maybe he was looking for Latigo, the Ortega clan outpost, but... He didn't find it. He found innocence. He basically enlisted another convict, Hannibal Crow, me. I know him now as our mayor, old black feather. And he was a former factory owner, Earthside, and Hannibal Crow and Terence kind of imposed order. And helped combat the food shortages and the water shortages. And Crow was brutal, but he kept the convicts in line. And it crushed any idea of like a coup that would go against Nelson. And they found buildings. And they found preserved food and abandoned gardens and even animals nearby. They found the Central District of Innocence. They found a deep shaft in the earth, around which all of the ancient buildings seemed to be built, and descending into this shaft, Nelson and his men found fresh water, enough to slake their thirst and water crops. Nelson declared the crimes him and the other men had been accused of absolved. He proclaimed that any who chose to stay would do so as innocent men, and thus the settlement had its name. Under Nelson's leadership, a town charter was drawn up, and it provided absolution. The Charter also proclaimed that anyone arriving in Innocence would be considered a free man, and that Innocence itself was free, completely independent from the Guild and uh, other uh, factions. Most men didn't want to return. They stayed as free men, under Nelson's lead, as people of of Innocence. Uh
3: what was it that he did, the mayor? What why was his crime?
0: Uh, Terence Nelson? Yeah. Um, no one really knows. Uh, it's just rumoured that he was framed. There's been rumours of murder. I think it was violent. I think it was violent. Basically, uh, long story... They found soul stones and there was a boom, a big boom. Terence Nelson did his best to keep things under control, but even he struggled to effectively govern a town of treasure seekers. Word of the find spread quickly to Edgeport Station and then the outskirts of Malifaux itself. Strangers were a common sight. Um, It went for a huge boom. One of the defining moments of Innocence's boom was the Black Pony, this saloon in the southeastern part of town. Um, One night in late autumn, the tavern burned to the ground. Some say that the problem started with some wealthy newcomers buying drinks for all the women inside the tavern. I don't know whether that's true, but that's something that I've heard. Others say that there was a backroom deal going on at the time involving large amounts of soulstones, and they turned on each other. I arrived in town the next morning, and it affected my opinion of innocence. I was greeted by twisted, smouldering timbers and the scent of burnt flesh. It seemed like the town had been stunned by the fire. People shambled around with shocked look in their eyes, as if finally realizing the danger in discovering a rich seam of soulstone. The fire claimed 12 lives and left a half dozen families homeless. And the town founder, Terence Nelson, he went missing. And he wasn't ever seen since. He was nowhere to be found. Rumors flew from door to door, um, whispering that Nelson had left with a suitcase full of soul stones. Others say that he fell foul of his former partners over the town's booming wealth and his body was chucked down the main mine shaft. I suspect that the man who took control after Nelson had him removed. I came to learn that this is the way he deals with all obstacles to his own ambition. Hannibal Crow stepped forward.
3: Do you know what Crow did?
0: Um, He was a factory owner. I think it was... There was some violence with some unions. um, Corruption. Grand theft of fraudulent gain. He was a he's a thug. He's a thug. As you've probably seen underneath his shiny veneer. And he organized the town even more when Nelson went and he linked up with the miners and steamfitters union. He struck a deal with the union to exploit innocence's riches. He brought the union to the town and it gave him all of the power. He got himself easily elected as mayor and he'll do it again. He will do it again. I'm telling you this now. He established a group of former convicts and union men that he calls the constabulary. They're not police. They're his thugs and they keep order. And people are grateful for his dictatorial acts as mayor. People say that Innocence would have torn itself apart without the strength and swift decisions of old Black Blackfeather, f- but I say that he betrayed Nelson. He set him up as a figurehead, only to turn on him when innocence was ripe for his greedy hands. The town settled under Hannibal Crow and the constabulary, businesses and workers allied with them, and they flourished. There were no further outbreaks of random violence. The mines began to function more efficiently, and slowly the town continued to prosper. Innocence began to spread out in all directions of the compass from the mines to the mayors' mansions from the saloons and flop houses to the markets and storefronts.
5: Grant Dupont thinks the best thing for a dictator is a hanging.
0: May come to that, Grant.
5: It will come to that.
0: Old Blackfeather wanted... The next thing was for him to get a train link, a railway to Malifaux, so that surplus water could be sold to the city and the town's wealth could be further increased. And only a few days after this was announced. Six months ago, an ear-splitting sound ripped through the town. It was so loud it shattered windows. It permanently deafened some of the residents. And we call it the Scream. No one seems to know what it was, but it was the herald of this town's doom. In the six months since the Scream... We've been under siege.
3: And where did the screen come from?
4: No one knows. Central. Okay. Now, uh, Ms. Dade, uh, if I might interrupt.
5: Grant? From the well.
4: Christopher
0: Tannenbaum kind of has like a really bad tick of like poker face. And he's like, (laughs) he's not that bad, but he's like, he kind of like chips in and he says, mm, I, I think it was the well
5: Underneath the town.
4: That's what my vote is, yeah. Now, uh, Miss Dade, if I might interrupt just very quickly. You uh you been talking quite a lot there, and, uh, you know, uh, she has had a few drinks today, had a few hiskies, a few beers, and uh, we had some mezze plats, and... um. I, I I think I, I I think I drifted off a little bit there when you were talking. But um, what I want to know is, we've been speaking to a few thi- few people around this town. What do you think is the main problem here in Innocence? Do you think it's the Nephilim attack? Do you think it's the scream, the resurrectionist, or that goddamn mayor?
0: I say the goddamn mayor. We need a leader. We don't have one who's prioritizing the right things. We need if if we can bring the people together under a strong leader who stands for the right things we, we can come out of this we can survive innocence can get through this we can work out what the threat is and nullify it eliminate it and then we can grow into a healthy prosperous positive town full of good people who deserved a second chance
4: but y'all don't think those crazy looking critters coming in here every night and destroying this town is a bigger problem it's a
0: huge problem. We need the leadership to deal with it.
4: He doesn't care.
0: Mayor Crow oh. doesn't care. It's, it's an afterthought for him. He just wants to consolidate his power and his wealth. And then maybe when it's too late, he'll start looking at,
4: you know, defense. Yep. Well, uh well uh she here is uh you know, he's been hitting the head a few times and he can't quite remember. Did I tell you that uh tonight myself and uh Grant and maybe Clyde, and if Egg is feeling up to it, he can join us tonight. We're gonna join the constabulary and we're gonna find out what we can do about this Nephilim attack. I was wondering whether you as a lead reporter of this here town would like to come along with us undercover-like because if you, you rub the mayor up the wrong way, he might not want you, you know, hanging around with, these, uh, with the constabulary. But if you can get undercover, you can come and you can cover that story and you can break it tomorrow just in time for that mayor to be exposed for the lie he is and maybe for Egg or the barber or the widow to become mayor of this town.
0: I like that idea. She, I, uh, I'll do that. Well, yeah. Well, um, I'll get a disguise. What? Well, uh, I don't know what I'll do, but I'll get a disguise. Um,
4: I tell you what, uh, Clyde, there, he's got a lovely mask. He can lend you. I did notice that. Um, are, are you not
0: wearing that for a a reason, Clyde? Maybe he should keep that on Chi.
4: all right i was I was just kind of kidding there, but i'm I'm sure we can uh we can come up with a few disguises here maybe you can uh you can pretend to be Egg's girlfriend or something like that. You can keep an eye on him 'cause he's he had a little bump to the head after you all left us at the cafe earlier, and uh, he's not quite up to shooting that there shotgun around, so maybe you can keep an eye on him he can keep an eye on you you can have a, a little simpatico going on.
3: I, I I can get you a mask. I I find you one. You you meet it the night time, and I have a mask for you. Trust me.
0: Okay, where where are you staying? I I'll, I'll um come to. I I'll, I'll meet you. Oh,
3: we have we haven't got anywhere to stay
0: tonight. Oh, what? well, where were you thinking?
4: I guess somewhere that's got some whiskey and beer, and we can uh, drown our sorrows after maybe getting our asses kicked by the Nephilim this evening.
0: Well, there's a flop house, but I wouldn't recommend staying there. Um, It's actually not far from here. It's in the Central District, but it's called Katie's. It's just across from the bank. Um, Prices are high. Breakfast is awful. If you like really greasy bacon and runny eggs and burned potatoes, then great. Go for Katie's. But um, there are better options. Um, So I would recommend... uh, It's a... it's a shame about the Nightvale Saloon. They do have rooms, but it's just they're not; they don't really offer the rooms anymore. Um, it's kept private, but that would be a good choice. Um, however,
3: what if we asked them? They wouldn't say no to a hero, would they?
0: Uh you you could try, Egg. Uh, if you could get the Widow Ferris on board, they're great rooms in there. It's it's, it's a nice it's a nice place. Um if that doesn't work um
1: yeah go, go on egg's hoping that she's gonna say her house, <laughs> yeah. yeah Come on. <laughs>
3: Where else could we stay? We don't want to be outside in the cold.
4: I mean, it took us, like, what, seven days to get here. We didn't really have any lodgings on the way down here. We just camped under the night sky. We saw them stars up there, the moon shining in the light. So we were just simple folk. We don't need uh, anywhere fancy. We just need somewhere to stay that's warm and, uh, you know, has a little bit of entertainment. And Friendship.
0: I'm sure you could find some rooms in the entertainment district. I, I live above here. I have a uh, I, there's not enough space otherwise I'd say you guys could crash up uh,
3: Oh uh, we don't mind. We don't take
0: up much space uh, It's it's really small egg um, so and my. Christopher Tenenbaum says th- <laughs> I I, li- I live here too and uh, there isn't enough space for six I'm afraid um, You there's could try room for heroes you, you could try the saloon Um, Or you could try um, Katie's Flophouse.
4: Well, you know what, Miss Dade, when we go on that parole tonight, uh, that patrol tonight, rather, we're going to come out as heroes again. My friend Egg here and Clyde, they be uh, sharpshooters. And you see, I got a katana here. Uh, speaking of, do you know anywhere in the town where I could maybe get a few more little weapons? I got a few coin that I got from some uh, some mercenary work that I've done. Uh, maybe we can get some uh, ammo. We can get some weapons. We can get some uh, armor. And we can uh, really uh get ourselves set for this evening.
0: Well, sometimes um the Wheel Spoke Swap Meet and Flea Market in the marketplace uh will have all of those sort <coughs> of items. Bless you. Um Thank there you. is the Badlands Expeditions, you might be able to get some um weapons from uh Billy and Junior Mitchell. they did the outfitter, which is um He's kind of a grumpy guy called Tom Carroll. Uh he runs the place, but um, you know, if you're a survivalist, if you're after hunting gear, um knives, lanterns, you know, you can get stuff there.
3: If if he in the exploration group are in I forget, is it Tom?
0: Christopher. Christopher says no no. He's um he's lacking in social graces. He's a bit of a, a lone dog really.
3: If if you're in this group, do you have like any abseiling equipment and ropes and stuff like that?
0: I uh, I don't. I did one
3: of those groups where you just sit around and talk about stuff.
0: No, I'm a I'm a bit of a rambler. I'm, I like to walk and and I'm not much of a physically active. Uh, climbing and exploration is not my preferred method. I, what I like about to walk.
3: ropes? If if I wanted to get me some ropes.
0: Um, that would definitely be the outfitter speak to tom carroll um ropes waterproof bags traps tools cooking stoves he has a bewildering array of knives um he's he'll be a man
3: okay well i think we got everything we need um yeah mr christopher you You've not heard of anyone called the Mask me Romeo, have you? Is that a place or a person? I don't know.
0: I can't say I have. Um, oh, there is a weaponsmiths, uh, she. Cohagen <clears throat> oh, weaponsmiths. They're over in the industrial dis- uh, zone. Kind of glanced
3: um, over my point right there. Well, I, I, I,
0: I did. I'm, I'm sorry, Egg. Um, I just forgot something which was a really good answer okay, to well, She's question.
3: I, I don't care what you say now.
0: Okay, sorry about that. Um, I'm a
3: hero and I'm going to go.
0: Okay. And Allison says, where where shall I come and find you? Um, The flop house or the saloon?
3: Meet me by the well. I have your math there for you.
0: Okay. Um, What's your
3: favorite color?
0: Purple. Okay. Okay. And if you guys are done, you leave with a huge amount of info dumped on you.
5: Mm.
2: Hold up.